0: Good morning and welcome to A Penny for Your Thoughts. I'm Jim Turpin. I'll be here until 11 o'clock this morning. For the most part, this will be an open line. And along about uh, 10.45 or so, we're going to talk to Whitney Emmert. Whitney is the marketing manager of the News Gazette. and They have an upcoming uh, Her Health Expo. It's on October the uh, 12th. And it goes from 10 o'clock in the morning until 10 o'clock at night over at the Hilton Garden Inn. Health panels and seminars and ladies' nights and bands and booths and goods and services, all kinds of things. She'll be in in the, about the last 15 minutes or so of the show. Up until then, it's just me and you. Here's how you get in, three five six nine three nine seven. Or you can text us at the 351-5357. Jim Dye will be here tomorrow. Junior Reitz on Friday. Next week, we've got a couple of uh, heavy hitters. On uh, Tuesday, Dr. Matthew Gibb from Carl. All kinds of things going on with regard to uh, Carl, as you know. Building projects and medical schools and others will get a update uh, from Dr. Gibb on uh, a lot of that, plus uh, some of the new innovations that they have going with regard to medical procedures. And then the former University of Illinois President Stan Eikenberry will be here next uh, Wednesday, long time since I've talked to the man that I consider one of the uh, greatest uh, presidents that the University of Illinois has ever had. So I look forward to that next Wednesday. But in today's news, it's all about Las Vegas. What the Gazette had as a headline, and uh, the same headline was on the front page of the Chicago Tribune, The Act of Pure Evil, which was one of the things that uh, President Trump had to say yesterday when he made his little talk in the uh, morning about uh, the shooting. The Las Vegas police and the feds are just trying to uncover what drove this man to do what he did. They are calling him aggressively unfriendly gunman with a weapons arsenal. Why did he do it? Twenty-three firearms were found in the Mandalay Bay hotel room occupied by the gunman. Are machine guns and rifles legal in the United States? A look at the gun laws. Hillary is taking advantage of this to uh, jump back into the limelight with some comments regarding the NRA, uh, etc. And uh, so too did uh, Jimmy Kimmel, who's uh, supposed to be a comedian, but uh, doing uh, political uh, stand-ups now before each of his shows. He's been on Trump for a real long time, and now he's talking about the the very same thing as uh, Hillary is, that's weapons control, uh, etc. A uh, timeline of the events is very interesting to me. I'll go over that uh, quickly. And has anybody heard anything about uh, Jason Aldean and the band and uh, what happened uh where did they go when the shooting started, and uh, were they in a in a bus, or did they, how did they seems kind of funny, and all this time has passed, and I, I haven't read or heard one word about that. I, you would think that uh, Jason Aldean, or a spokesperson for him, would have had something to say about this, uh, but I'm more interested in, what did they do? Was, was there a shooting that uh, reached the stage? Did they hide behind some... Some of the big equipment they had there, they get on the bus or hide under the bus. I don't know. If you've heard anything about that, I'd be interested in it. A uh, guest uh, commentary on understanding the First Amendment by uh, Jeffrey McCall I found very interesting this morning. Uh, he's a Champaign native who is now professor of communications at DePaul University. That's in Greencastle, Indiana. And at uh, Parkland Rochelle Harden, as expected, has resigned her position from the board to keep her job as uh, as a teaching. And Jim Dye writes uh, about the college basketball scandal with the headline, Fans Can't Tell the Players Without the Indictments. Speaking of basketball, the line I got, Lauren Tate said yesterday, uh, two pieces of bad news one is for sure and the other one he said uh, was for sure also but because that story seems to ha- be some question about that whether one of them is headed for Michigan or not but anyway the fact remains that uh the Illini don't have any they don't have any commitments for the uh what's this the 20 uh 18 class and the University of Illinois Archives getting a lot of Roger Ebert's uh, stuff, a lot of files, more than 52 file drawers, all filled with press releases and glossy photographs and slides and reviews and of hundreds of films. So that's uh, some of the headlines. Those are the things that uh, I want to look at in uh, some detail this morning and get your reaction. But uh, that's not all on open lines, as you well know, because on an open line, you are free to call in at any time and talk about whatever you would like to talk about. That's why we call it an open line, Three five six nine three nine seven. The Castle Heating and Cooling text line is 3515357. I'm going to start talking about Las Vegas uh, first. Unless somebody else uh, has something that they think that they would like to uh, to start with, that's okay too. We've uh, had a a kind of a it isn't a law, but it's uh, it's just a the way we uh, do the uh, the format here is let's uh, have a dialogue and let's have people talk about open the phone lines up and see what people are interested in this morning. Maybe something has happened uh, that uh, has overshadowed the Las Vegas uh, shooting that uh, you would like to talk about. Or maybe it's something uh, just uh, that you think is worth sharing and you would like to, to do that. It's okay. That's what we do. Three five six nine three nine seven. We take a break here at 913, 68 degrees at the Radio Center. Who's going to be first? And those of you that have read uh, and uh, listened and watched all about Las Vegas, what do you think? What are you thinking today about that? We'll uh, head with that story uh, first up this morning, but uh, we'd like to know what your feelings are. I know people think uh, one thing, it's, it's awful, it's an act of pure evil for sure. But what else? What else is on your mind with regard to how did this happen? How did he get 10 suitcases and all this armament into the hotel? And they're still trying to figure out if he just broke those windows out or if he shot them out. Doesn't make any difference, I guess. They had two windows uh, that he shot from. Anyway, first break here. Who's going to be first? Coming right back. And the Illinois volleyball team hasn't been at home for about a month. They had uh, seven. They had some uh, matches uh, before. They had uh, two uh, matches at home against uh, Stanford and and uh, Colorado. Then after that, they went on the road for seven matches, and now they're they're finally back home. So let's get out and support them on the weekend. I talked about Jimmy Kimmel. There are three late night shows they, they start at 10:30 uh, or thereabouts on the three major networks and uh Jimmy Kimmel is on one on ABC uh Jimmy Fallon is on uh the other at uh on NBC and uh Stephen Colbert is on CBS so they've all been very political and most of them have uh, talked to uh, have been anti-Trump uh, for a real long time now, to the point where it's really difficult to, to watch, because that's all they talk about. Well, Kimmel now has been one of the three that devoted his opening monologue to the of his late-night show for several nights, uh, talking about the Republicans' last-ditch effort to repeal and replace Obamacare, But uh, last night, he got very political again after the Las Vegas massacre. Kimmel is from Las Vegas, and he was very emotional at times as he spoke about the mass shooting in which this uh, 64-year-old man mowed down people at this outdoor concert with automatic weapons fire on the 32nd story of the Mandalay Bay Hotel and Casino. But Kimmel went beyond just expressing sorrow and anger, placing blame on the National Rifle Association and the politicians who he charged have let, quote, the gun lobby run this country. He put up pictures of the senators who voted against closing gun purchase loopholes one week after the mass shooting at the PULSA nightclub in Orlando last year and said that the NRA has them uh, in a money clip, have them right where they want them. Even though he didn't hold back, Kimmel said he wished he didn't have to talk about these issues, saying, you know, I want this to be a comedy show. I hate talking about stuff like this. I just want to, to, you know, uh, laugh about things uh, every night, but it seems to be coming increasingly difficult lately. It seems like someone has opened a window into hell. Well, he's right about that. Bad news everywhere. So what do you think of uh, Kimmel getting uh, real political in his remarks? I'll tell you how uh, Jimmy Kimmel opened his show last night. Usually opens with a monologue and the band playing and the uh, yay yay yay. Uh, you're here. It's a tonight show. Rah rah rah. No, this time he just came on by himself on a a kind of a shot that was a real dark background and he was just standing there alone and expressed his regret and sorrow at what had happened in Las Vegas and said, "But we are here to." entertain, and uh, we will do that. And that's what they did. Started right out with entertaining it. Uh, Miley Cyrus was on, and uh, uh, several other people, uh, Dustin Hoffman and so on. So he he found a different way to to start his show. But what do you think of these uh, comedians that uh, do this this kind of uh, thing? Is that what we want? Can't they just... Kind of do what Kimmel did last night. Now, he's been bad on uh, Trump. He's. Stephen Colbert started it all, and his uh, ratings went sky high. So the others have started following, and, and you could tune in all three, just to quickly flip from one to the other during the monologues. They all happen at about the same time. And you find them all talking politics. Is that what you want? Is that. Uh, Can't we just kind of do what Kimmel did, say this is a a terrible, terrible thing, and go on with the show? I think we all need it. In the meanwhile, law enforcement officials were working to determine what might have motivated this gunman. He's, uh, as you know by now, 64 years old. His name is Stephen Paddock. He lives in uh, Nevada, not very far from Las Vegas. Was a gambling millionaire who made much of his money investing in real estate, according to his brother Eric, who added that he had no reason to believe the gunman had run into financial trouble. On Sunday night, Stephen Paddock shot down at the packed Route 91 Harvest Festival from the 32nd floor where he'd been staying since September 28th. Officials said he booked one suite with two rooms that had windows facing in different directions. And uh, Tiny is first up this morning. Hello, Tiny.
1: Morning, Jim. You wanted to know what I thought about Jimmy Kimmel. Yes, sir. Well, that's the trouble with this country right now. I'm all out of breath here. I've been working.
0: Hey, don't work too hard, Tiny.
1: <laughs> uh, we got too many un-American people in this country, Jim. Uh, look at uh, well, for instance, the guys uh, kneeling. Look at the first responders down there. The people that they're they're raising cane over. Look what they did. Look what the first responders did at nine eleven. Uh, and we're we're allowing this, uh, Bloody Smith, and uh, our chancellor over there thinks it's all right for these boys to uh, demonstrate, and it's just just great. Well, it isn't great. We're talking about our flag. And the National Anthem, two things that are very precious to most God-fearing, red-blooded Americans. And if you don't like the flag, I'm not going to tell you to get out, because I don't want you to get out. I want you to stay here and suffer. If it's just like a principal down there to Urbana uh, High School. He, uh, when Trump got elected, he had a special session for all those kids that uh, were scared and all that. Can you remember when you went to high school and they elected a president? I could give a damn about who was elected. I didn't wonder. But you know, when they tell them that and give them all that baloney and we allow it, uh, there's a time when they'd run that guy straight out of town. But I don't understand people in Levy and the Chancellor's position saying, well, sure, it's all right to, to uh, demonstrate. But to me, demonstrating in a crowd like they do is the same as yelling fire in a theater. I don't. I don't see it. One of these days, somebody's going to get up, and there's going to be a big fight in there. I'm sorry. I think I mentioned this once before. But uh, Jimmy Kimball is a piece of you know what, and everybody that. That loves America knows what. Thank you for letting me shoot
0: them that big mouth off. Let me uh, let me just uh, ask you: uh, You play uh, care anything about golf, or did you know what the President's Cup is that they had over the weekend?
1: I uh, well, I well, used to watch golf. No, I don't watch well, golf well,
0: anymore. Let me tell you what happened. This will make you feel better. Right. The, this was the United States uh, of America against the. Uh, they they picked several golfers from the United States and then the uh the people they were playing against were from the rest of the world, and so it was a very you know very pleasant uh two or three days of golf and the president uh trump came out to uh to congratulate the Americans who had won and he congratulated them one by one, and what they did, each one of them took off their hat their cap that they wear and held it in their hand while they shook hands with the president. One after another after another. They weren't kneeling. They weren't uh, locking arms. They weren't doing anything. They just were saluting the president of the United States. And i uh, that made me feel pretty good. I thought I might make you feel better.
1: God bless him, Jim. All right. I'm going to have to start watching golf.
0: <laughs> well, I wouldn't do that. It's pretty boring, really. Well, sometimes
1: it is. We don't have any Arnold Palmers and Jack necklaces anymore. Uh, well, I guess we might have, and I just haven't watched
0: it. Yeah, we got some great uh, young players. They are uh, really, really uh, skilled. But uh, you're quite right. Uh, Arnie started the whole thing, and then the uh, Nicholas and Gary Player and people like that. That's the ones we all remember. Uh, thank you, Tiny. Appreciate your uh, your comments this morning. Anybody else want to? Uh, to add to uh, what he had to say or to uh, take the other side or bring up something entirely different. And Sarah says, I wonder that the event could have been pulled off by a single person. Is it physically possible for a 64-year-old man to handle the automatic guns as long as he did, as long as it was done? He could have been the money man of the plan. And others got out of the room before it was raided using him as a patsy. I don't know, Sarah. Anything is possible. This is an amazing thing that uh, he did. Planning all this and smuggling all this in there. And then he had a bunch of other uh, stuff uh, in his car. And he had more at his home. And he got ten suitcases, uh, I guess, filled with guns. You know, don't the maids come in and clear when well, you have to put do not disturb on your uh on the suite uh, uh door for uh four days? I, I don't know. I just how I guess you could keep the guns in the suitcase. Things like that. I don't know. It's uh it's a mystery how all this was was uh, pulled off. We're at three five six nine three nine seven. And the castle heating and the cooling text line is three five one five three five seven. You know, I've been uh, talking about the Woods basement systems for about ten years now. This year, Woods is celebrating their thirty-first year in business. Are all basement or crawl space wall cracks a problem? I am talking about the foundation walls of your home. Woods knows all about leaking basement wall cracks, but did you know that crawl space wall cracks will let water leak into your crawl space? Most of that water gets trapped on top of the vapor barrier too, and that evaporates up and into your home. And who likes that? Mold. Mold loves that. And your air conditioning will be running so much longer and harder too. That's double trouble. So get your free estimate from Woods and fix those basement and crawl space cracks once and for all. Over the years, Woods has acquired several awards for their basement finishing projects and their crawl space encapsulation system. But they are the proudest of their Better Business Bureau Torch Awards. Torch Awards are given for Marketplace Ethics. They've won it five times. Remember, Woods estimates do not cost you anything. How much is it going to cost not to fix the problem? Call Woods Basement Systems for your free estimate today at 888-935-4333 or go online to woodsbasementsystems.com. That phone number again is 888-935-4333. 9.30, the news headlines uh, with uh, Brian Barnhart. Back to the phone calls after that. Here's Brian. Back on uh, Penny for Your Thoughts. I'm Jim Turpin taking your calls. Uh, Ben has been kind enough to wait. Uh, Hello, Ben.
2: Uh, Hi, Jim. Uh, I just wanted to comment briefly on your your previous caller where where you said that everybody shook President Trump's hand and took their hat off uh, as a sign of respect for the presidency. I would like to see Donald Trump show some respect for the presidency this is a guy who uh said that there, in charlottesville that there were good people on both sides uh the night before when that rally was taking place those neo-nazis and white supremacists were chanting jews will not replace us does that sound like somebody uh who has a group that has good people on both sides
0: well i wasn't i wasn't i wasn't talking about uh, trump ben i was talking about the golfers and what they did
2: well they were showing some respect for the for the office of the presidency and i and i and i appreciate that but i would like to say why can't our president show the same respect well, for the would, office of the
0: presidency that would be nice that would be helpful uh, he's certainly done uh, so many uh things that are unpresidential or that have uh you know if he he said on Howard Stern's program uh this must have been a long time ago but he said he thought that uh that OJ Simpson got a bad deal. Uh Yeah, that uh, I assume he meant with the uh not not with the uh, the murder trial but with the uh the, you know, he's been in prison several uh, until he just got out the other night in uh, Vegas for that uh for that little uh, episode. So I assume he was talking about that. But uh yeah. I, well, first of all, I don't know. I don't is, know why you're even on Howard Stern's program, though. That's where that kind of stuff comes from. It's it's much like uh, tweeting every day.
2: Yeah, it's just it's just not healthy for the office of the of the presidency. Um, my my second comment, if you'll indulge me, is why do we need to legally purchase assault rifles? Um, I own shotguns, you know, and that's fine. That you're that you're not going to do a huge mass shooting with a, a shotgun. When you have a a weapon, a semi-automatic, that can be modified to an automatic weapon, why should I be able to go to Field & Stream in this town and buy an AR-15, which has one purpose, and that is designed for killing people? It's a military assault rifle. I think that common-sense gun laws make sense. I think we should own guns. We should be able to. I want to be able to own my grandpa's shotgun. But I don't need an AR-15 with a laser sight and a high-capacity magazine. And I think that the thing to remember is that there's, a, there's an article in Scientific American that just came out that showed if you own weapons in your home, you are more likely, you're, it's like 11 times more likely to kill yourself, six times more likely to be a victim of a, of a, of a, a, a weapons assault, and several times more uh, likely to have an accidental shooting in your home. Uh, you check out the article and you can see the stats. So the, the data shows we are not more safe. In this country, with guns.
0: Well, that's uh, these crazy weapons. I know that's one side of the uh, argument, Ben. You know the other side.
2: Well, here's the other thing: most of these mass shootings, these are not you know terrorist criminals who can get weapons anywhere. Most of these weapons are purchased lawfully, right?
0: Yes, I, I, yes, I they are. Them. That's right. And so,
2: if if it's lawful to get an AR-15 that has no real purpose in hunting or even self-defense, you know, why Why is this okay in our society? Why do we accept this? And I think you, we need to have...
0: You also can right? uh, get uh, certain weapons, and uh, if they uh, are not, uh, quote, automatic, uh, you can uh, have them adapted to, to do that. Yeah,
2: well, I could uh, do it in a day. I have a machine shop. I could I could change all that stuff around. And that, that's ridiculous. You don't need to have those... As a you know, I shouldn't be able to go down onto uh, you know over by Bernard's there and buy an AR-15
0: today. Okay, appreciate your it's call, not- Ben. Thank you so much. Let's go to Eric. Hello, Eric.
3: Hey Jim.
0: Good morning. Good morning.
3: You know, I love these guys like that last caller that let his bias interfere with his otherwise good judgment. It might say all that stuff in quote Scientific American. But it doesn't say in the Constitution that that was being safer is being better. It just says, you know, Congress shall make no law. It's real simple. That guy needs to read the Constitution again. It's something like 20 pages. It's a quick read. <laughs>
0: yes, yes, it is.
3: And uh, Maybe you he,
0: even read it more than once. You know.
3: Hey, how about it? And then he just wants to come back like all liberals do and beat up the president no matter what. And I just want to repeat, if they just keep their bias to themselves and not let it interfere with their otherwise good judgment, we'd all be better off.
0: Uh, thank you, Eric. Sure. Well put. We go to uh, Brian. Hello, Brian.
3: Hi,
4: Jim. How are you? Okay. Good. Uh, the caller right before Eric says that, you know, the AR-15s aren't for honey. You know, they are they have no purpose and everything. He doesn't understand the Second Amendment isn't to protect me against Bambi and Stumper. It's to protect me against the government and foreign invaders. That was the whole purpose of the Second Amendment, is to protect the, the civilians, the populations, from tyranny. That's right. And, uh, and I, I don't really personally, I don't want a fully automatic weapon. I, me personally, you know, uh, but there's just too many... Uh, Nazi uh, Germany, they disarmed the Jews. Uh, China, Russia, Cuba, all the totalitarian states, they to disarm the people. And uh, a 12 gauge pump's not going to do much against a totalitarian state. Nor is a 12 gauge pump going to do much against multiple home invaders. And if they if they've already got the semi-autos, by I gummy, mean, I want one too. Because in a firefight, you just can't take a deep breath, relax, and squeeze the trigger at a target, like in target shooting, I mean, you're terrified, your heart's pounding, uh, you're trying not to get hit, and you need a higher-capacity mag. You know, me personally, I wish there was no such thing as firearms, but they're here, and the bad people have them, and we need the good people to have them. And, um, and one other quick thing about this shooting, if you don't mind, um, there were several people there that were at the concert that said there were multiple shooters, which might be a mistake if you, you know, the confusion with the echoing and everything, but there is video evidence that there was also automatic fire coming from the 8th or 10th floor, somewhere in that range. Not just the 32nd, but on a lower level. They got video evidence. You can see the muzzle flash, the continuous muzzle flash of an automatic weapon coming from a lower floor.
0: I've never heard that so, before.
4: Oh yeah, you can you can look it up and you'll see it.
0: Look, uh, look it up up where? Where'd you get that?
4: Uh it was on YouTube. You can see it. It's uh, a miss of um, a mo- a second shooter or something like that. You should be able to get the hit. But um and of course you gotta take that the grain of because who knows if that's accurate. So
0: Well of course. That's just, uh, that's why I I have not seen that reported any place.
4: Well so if you get a chance, it's on YouTube and uh um, it's the Muzzle flashes coming from an 8th or 10th story window.
0: All right. Uh, Appreciate the call. Have you heard anything about that, Ed? Multiple shooters? Me neither. Uh, Mike is next. Hi, Mike.
5: Hey, hi, Jim. You know, we could have uh, passed a million new gun laws, and this guy would have passed every one of them with flying colors. He was not on anybody's radar. It was just a case where the guy snapped. don't you think?
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know. Nope. I don't know how we'll ever find out either because the guy's dead.
5: Yeah. It, uh, he was on nobody's radar at all. And uh, no, I don't, there there was no multiple shooters. It, it was a lone wolf type of deal.
0: Yeah, this is uh, going to be another, if we start talking about that, it'll be another Lee Harvey Oswald type thing.
5: You yeah, know. Uh, on
6: the grassy knoll.
0: grassy knoll. And uh, we go to uh, Daryl. Hi, Daryl.
6: Hey. I was wanting to respond to Ben, who uh, evidently the Trump hater. Uh, back to the, his, his comments about the Charleston shooting, and there's good people on both sides. Again, the Charleston shooting speech that Trump gave was, speaking to the people on both sides of the Confederate flag and statue issue. He wasn't talking about antifa. He wasn't talking about white supremacists. I listened to the entire speech, and, you know, they want to keep beating that horse. Uh, there are good people on both sides of those issues, and in doing that, Trump was trying to unify this ban and Obama and the past and the past administration is willing to divide. So, I think they need to listen to it again and uh, understand the facts a little better.
0: Yeah, I remember that uh, speech, and I had uh, much the uh, same reaction to it as you had. And then uh, they. All the reporting of it was exactly the opposite. Of course, uh, the the media has been after him since uh, day one, and I will say that he's done plenty of things uh, to get the media after him, but but, uh, uh, they they don't give him much of a chance, that's for sure. And then when he does uh, get something uh, rolling, he'll say something really uh, stupid. It's just uh, back and forth, back and forth. It's about to wear everybody out. Let's go to uh, John. Hi, John.
7: Hey, Jim. How are you this morning?
0: I'm good. What's going on, John?
7: Hey, a couple of comments. Uh, Actually, there have been some fantastic comments about the Second Amendment with respect to uh, arming the citizens against the government, which I believe that's what the intent was. Uh, But one of the previous callers had made a comment about desiring a rifle over a 12-gauge shotgun for a home invasion. Um, I disagree with him, and I think so... uh, with a lot of other law enforcement uh, people are notoriously inaccurate with uh with pistols etc and uh, i think a shotgun in a home would do a lot better for somebody that's not used to shooting
0: so. yeah well, uh, well i was uh growing up we did uh, my dad and i did some hunting i had a 12 gauge uh, shotgun and and that was a uh, pretty accurate i uh I think about that from uh, time to time when I see these uh, people in these battles with these automatic uh, weapons, and uh, it's just—it's uh, amazing the the uh, the harm that can be done. And I—I uh, I, I wouldn't even know what to do with something like that. You might wind up shooting members of your family if you didn't watch out.
7: Yeah, I'm not a big pro. Well, I have uh, weapons, and uh, most of them are. Actually, all of them are in safe, so uh, I wouldn't have much of a chance to get them in the event of a home invasion. But, you know, people just don't fall down like they show on the movies with respect to a handgun. They still have a lot more in them. But if I had my choice for home invasion, I'd probably go with a 12-gauge.
0: I appreciate the call. Thank you. And uh, one more call before our next break. This is Jim. Hi, Jim.
8: Yeah, so, Jim, I'd like to uh, make a couple comments. Boy, I tell you what, these people were still so laying out there. The dead bodies and the left, including Elizabeth Hess, jumped right on that bandwagon. Boy, we need more gun control. Well, I'll tell you what, we've got gun control in Chicago. How's that working out for them? And I'll tell you what, she's talking to Durbin this morning, who, of course, is all, I mean, it's all making a political uh, deal, just like Elizabeth Warren and, uh, uh, this is where Elizabeth got this, Elizabeth Warren and uh, Hillary. I mean, like I said, the people weren't even cool yet, and they start on this stuff. A silencer, people ought to read this letter to the editor this morning. I mean, uh, yeah, one of these letters to the editor. These are not silencers. They see this stuff on television. They're not silencers. They're suppressors. They... Uh, that guy explains it 180%. A silencer is just to help you not uh, hurt your ears. And these, these weapons are powerful. They make a lot of noise, and they're not going to silence them. They're not going to silence the, the explosion of the uh, bullet as it leaves. It's going to suppress it, so it's not so loud. But, boy, right away, we got it. I mean, these, these people can't do anything but politicize a killing. Let's let at let, least let them cool off in the morgue before we start this crap. And if, I don't know about about this, but I get so sick and tired of, of Elizabeth Hess. When she gets Durban on, she will just uh, browbeat him to say something derogatory about what's happened. I don't care if somebody, if Trump gives candy out to somebody, it's not enough candy. I mean, it people get tired of this crap. I mean, there's a pretty good show till she starts this stuff, and I know I'm not the only one, because a few weeks ago you had a lot of calls about how she is. So as far as I'm concerned, I, she could find another job, but I know she
9: won't.
0: I, I appreciate the call. Thank you. I don't make... Uh... Any comments about uh, personnel uh, decisions uh, at this uh, radio station? Hillary did uh, say, The crowd fled at the sound of gunshots. Imagine the deaths if a shooter had a silencer, which the NRA wants to make easier to get. Our grief isn't enough. We must and we can put politics aside, stand up to the NRA and work together together. To try to stop this from happening again, that was Hillary's. Uh, that was her uh, reaction to the uh, shooting and the, the killing of uh, 59 people and the injuring of four or five hundred others. 9:50. A break here, Mr. Bond. Coming right back with more calls. 9:53. 71 degrees. We go to John. Hello, John.
5: Hey. Good morning, Jim. Well, I'm not going to, you know, scream like the last guy, but what it is is like a like on a main battle tank, it's a bore evacuator. The gas that is hitting the back of the round is going out, but the excess gas is going through the evacuator to make the noise reduce. So I think one of the things we need to do is tone down because you never know. The next clown is waiting to do something crazy. And we got to understand something. We need prayer, but the problem is, Remember, it's not the, not the person, I mean, it's not the gun, it's the idiot behind the gun. So we need to quit blame and, you know, trying to, this person got to be fired and this and that. It's the idiots behind the gun.
0: Well, I understand that, but uh, shouldn't there be a certain limitation uh, somewhere along the line? I mean, is it? Uh, do you feel that uh, a person is entitled to have any kind of gun they want, a big gun, uh, let's call them machine guns, or how about rockets or, or anything else?
5: You know, I, I don't think it's fair to the free hunters market. You know, people are allowed to have guns, no problem. But when you start getting these high-power guns, it's just like when you've got a lot of people tell you, well, i got a pet bull and this and that. You have no idea what that dog is going to do. You just look at it like a pet. We have no idea. Some of these people don't even know our, idea what that weapon's going to do. Some of these weapons, you can fully load them and throw them on the ground, and it may go off. So, you know, some of these people don't understand firepower of some of these weapons.
0: Well, that's, uh, I don't know anything about weapons. That's uh, one of my uh, problems in trying to discuss it, but uh, it just doesn't uh, seem, uh, yeah. <laughs> doesn't make well, any you, sense I- whatsoever to have uh, right. have these uh, high-powered weapons. Uh, uh guns uh in in your home does it i mean now it, huh?
5: it does if, if you look at the, you i know you've been watching the era for the vietnam war
0: yes if
5: I you notice what we were doing we came out of the m1 rifle to the m16 rifle well we had the m16 but the uh the Congs had ak-47s which they can multiple fire. They didn't have to clean for a certain time. When the M16 stopped or jammed up, we had to stop and clean it. Then they, they come out with the M16 with the forward assist to push the 7.62 ammunition, and it worked, but you still got to clean it. And when we finally realized that we got to come up with a better weapon because the Congs are killing us, and we're sitting there cleaning weapons. So, like I said, a lot of people don't understand the firepower of some of these weapons. And then the M16, you know, was made by Mattel. It wasn't a toy, but it was a a, a toy put together. And the next thing you know, we got we got firepower. So a lot of people don't understand the power of these weapons.
1: Do you agree
0: with the uh, the caller that uh, just uh, said the other uh, just a little while ago that? Uh, these should be called uh, suppressors and not silencers that they're talking about because uh, what they're asking for is uh, something that would uh, keep them from going deaf when they shoot these weapons.
5: Well, they are suppressors, Jim. When the round leaves the bore of the chamber, it's pushed by gas.
0: Right, I understand.
5: Once that, ga- once that gas get a certain point, instead of letting the barrel explode, the excess gas Will go out of the uh the bore, evacuated like I was just saying. So he is right. A silencer is what you screw on the front of a gun to tone the noise down. Now, you don't put a silencer on a high power weapon, you put a suppressor.
0: Yeah, it's not like watching some, James some, you know, the only thing I know about silencers is what you uh see in the movie you know, the gangsters and others that put right. silencers on uh, the, on the yeah. end of their weapon so they uh you know they don't make any noise when they kill right. somebody. Hey, thanks, uh, John. Appreciate your uh, call. We need to take another call here before the news. This is uh, Stan. Hello, Stan.
10: Hey, good morning, Jim. Good morning. Boy, there's a lot of things I'd like to talk about, but you're short of time, and, and I'm just going to talk about one thing. All right. And that is the uh, Trump tax cut. Trump's tax cut, uh, the nonpartisan uh, uh, tax policy institute, has recognized that the tax cut gives 50% of the benefits from this tax cut to the top 1% of people in this country and 70% of the benefit of the tax cut to the top 10% in this country. If you look at in Donald Trump's, uh, if you believe Donald Trump's uh, statement about his personal net worth uh, and look at his one tax return that we have pages one and two of, you find that over the next 20 years, Donald Trump gets a $6 billion tax cut and Jared Kushner's family gets a $2 billion tax cut. I mean, this, this tax cut is for the people at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, and if it gets passed by the Republicans, there should never be a Republican elected in this country again.
0: Well, we'll see how far it goes. Uh, Greg uh, Grady in Monticello says Chicago had 57 people murdered in September. Where is Hillary on that? Over 500 killed this year. Another killing went unreported over the weekend in Lawrence, Kansas. Three killed and five murders there in the last month. In Lawrence, Kansas, three killed, five murders there in the last month. And, uh, well, I've got two or three other uh, text messages here, but I... Don't want to get uh, right in the middle of one of them and not be able to finish it. And uh, we are going to hit the news from CBS here in just a few seconds. So I'll save those until after the news and we'll get back on an open line. And on an open line, we talk about whatever you want to uh, talk about. It's been Vegas and gun control and guns uh, so far here on WDWS in Champaign-Urbana. Welcome back to our number two of A Penny for your Thoughts. I'm Jim Turpin. We have an open line uh, going up until uh, 1045, at uh, which time we're going to visit with uh, uh, some people talking about uh, a big event coming up on October the 12th. It is a Her Health Expo. And uh, coming in to uh, chat with us about that will be Whitney Emmert. She's the marketing manager for the uh, News Gazette. And uh, this is a 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. event. Lots of stuff to talk about, to tell you about, and encourage you to uh, to come. Uh, Dan says, I'm a gun-toting American. I'm a veteran, and I love the Second Amendment with the best of them. I own multiple weapons, including ARs. I personally believe it is not unreasonable to include ARs and other weapons like them in a separate category that are still made available with more extensive background checks, wait times, and even weapon safety and handling courses. Will this stop everything? Absolutely not, but it may stop something and only at the cost of a minor inconvenience to the buyer. Common sense gun laws don't take away guns. It's time we make reasonable changes for the better. And This is a person, uh, Dan, who says he's a gun-toting American. He's a veteran, he loves the Second Amendment, and he has multiple weapons. And yet he believes that the... we have minor convenience to do uh, a couple of these things. We're at uh, 356-9397. And uh, you can text us at 3515357. Let's go to Steve. Hello, Steve.
11: Good morning, Jim. How are you doing this morning? Oh,
0: I'm doing great. How about you?
11: Well, I'm doing okay. Um, I had a couple, a couple of points I want to make and then you can respond to uh, as far as Jimmy Kimmel goes, uh, it, he's a, he's been a shell for Schumer, and uh, they keep in contact. And ever since the health care deal, and he's just another mouth for the for the Democratic Party. And uh, a, a more pressing thing is is what happened yesterday that no one seems to want to talk about, and especially CBS, with what that VP uh, for that was a lawyer for CBS said about. Well you know she's not, she doesn't feel sorry for the for the people they're mostly Republicans anyway at the country in western and uh, can you, CBS had no, can you they, they had no choice but to fire her and quite frankly that's that's the uh, rhetoric that we get out of the media all the time, and somebody was just stupid enough to finally come out and say exactly what most of them feel anyway because that's exactly what they feel that're a bunch of hay sticks and and this this rhetoric is just. Beyond belief
0: yeah, I can't imagine uh, she would uh, say something like that,
11: but, uh, but that's d- what they all think well I,
0: you shouldn't say they all think that, maybe you can say the majority of them or something like that. the but majority
11: d- of them think that because okay. that's exactly how they do their news
0: okay i uh, I agree it's uh one-sided most of the time, and we go to uh Carl, hello, Carl.
9: Hi, Jim. I'm going to go go entirely off anything that you probably have talked about today. That's all right. I just had an idea Okay. about the location of the Illinois Athletic Hall of Fame. Uh, when they build the new locker rooms and everything, facilities for the football team, why not use where they're vacating for the Hall of Fame? Well, to do something in, with that area, down the uh, uh, you know the locker rooms and the weight rooms and stuff like that.
0: Well, and uh, put
9: it in there. That
0: would that, be okay. They have a uh, they have a room in the BFL building that they they call the been calling the Hall of Fame room ever since it was built, and uh, it's a big uh, open uh, space there. I don't know what the the plans are of where the where the room uh, will be, but uh, that's uh, yeah, you are. You're right. If they uh, if they get this new building uh, built, uh, which they're going to do, there'll be some. Should be some space down there for for something. It's kind yeah, of like, down I, in the basement area, though. You're talking about, right?
9: Well, you know, the locker room area, the basement area. I don't know. I, I, it's just something that crossed my mind because I feel like you need a decent amount of space, not just a small area for such a thing.
0: Yeah, you do. Uh, that's for sure. Particularly if it, t- it turns out to be one like a lot of the um, the halls of fame that you see that includes uh, video and those kind of things.
9: Yeah. It, uh, it's no big deal. It was just something that crossed my mind. Mm-hmm. I thought I'd call in. I'm glad
0: you did, Carl. Thank you. Uh, Joe is next. Hello, Joe.
12: Good morning, Jim. Concerning the CBS executive who was fired for her comments. I may be cynical, and I hope I'm wrong, but I suspect she already has another job uh, with the uh, PMS LSD or one of them other stations like that. It uh, that probably was taken <laughs> care of before they even fired her. What? What, um, what were those other stations? PMS LSD, <laughs> Okay. MSNBC. All right. But uh, another point that, and I try to temper my comments when I get angry. But these, a lot of these people, like Elizabeth Warren and Hillary Clinton, that's pushing their so-called uh, gun control advocacy. What they really want is is the outlaw of the Second Amendment and confiscation of firearms. And they'd be willing to confiscate the firearms, but the problem is they don't want to do it themselves. They're going to want to try to get the police or somebody else to go risk their lives to do it. And I don't remember when it was, but it was just a couple of years ago. The state of Wisconsin issued more hunting license than the entire population of the United States military. And you multiply that by 50, and you'll see the number of firearms in this country. And if they want to try to take them, they'll come get them. But the problem is it's not going to be the people pushing this because they don't have the guts to do it they'll try to get some other poor guy or woman to go go do their dirty work for them like they always do.
0: Yeah, I I don't think that's ever going to happen. I that but that, that may be their uh their intention but uh, I don't that that's physically uh, impossible to do.
12: Well, another thing too as long as I can remember and I'm 68 years old, as long as I can remember drugs have never been legal in this country and there's never been a shortage of them anywhere that i can recall and uh... it'd be the same thing if they make guns illegal uh... they would just smuggle them in and look at chicago ninety percent plus of the shootings up there are done with weapons that are obtained illegally or possessed illegally so they could pass all the laws they want to it's not going to make any difference and the gentleman that wanted to make some changes as far as uh, AR-15s or something like that uh, into a different category, um, that that might be a good idea, but I don't think so because this this guy, this paddock guy that killed all them people in Las Vegas, he would have passed anything that they, they come up with in the way of background checks. So I don't know that that would help either.
0: Yeah, It's a dilemma. Hey, thank you. Appreciate the call. Representative Jim Himes, who's a Democrat from Connecticut, uh, said uh, that uh, Congress should do more than just have a moment of silence for the victims of a mass shooting, like the one in Las Vegas, arguing that such symbolic gestures ultimately fall short of the concrete action needed to address gun violence. In an op-ed piece in the uh, Washington Post, I'm said instead of holding a moment of silence, lawyers would best honor the victims of brutal violence by preventing a similar tragic uh, tragedy from happening again. So we go to Mike. Hello, Mike. Morning. Good morning, Mike.
13: Hi, Jim. Um, I had a thought here. It's uh, not very well thought out, but I'm going to throw it out anyway, and maybe. Somebody else can uh, either shoot it down or flesh it out better. Um, It just occurred to me that the folks who are defending the Second Amendment as a way to protect yourself from an oppressive government, potentially some government that's out of control, I wonder how they are going to defend themselves against that kind of a government with AK-47s only government has mortars has all kinds of air force uh, weapons and tanks and uh, you know uh, what what uh, how is that going to help and maybe they would say well we should have access to those weapons too do they want to be able to buy artillery and mortar equipment and I mean it sounds kind of silly but then it sort of makes their argument sound a little silly too doesn't it how are you gonna uh, how is um open gun control or moderately controlled gun purchases
0: yeah, we're, protect uh, you you know when that was uh, written we were talking about uh, other types of uh, weapons were we not i know much because it et cetera it doesn't uh, doesn't hold true today that's for sure Well, that- thank you Mike I had to take a quick break here at ten twenty one seventy three degrees at the radio center ten twenty six on this open line, uh, 72 degrees, and uh, Charlie is next. Hi, Charlie.
14: Hi, Jim. I-, I find it really sad that an event like this causes the nation to have a discourse on guns, and um, but it's inevitable um, when when something like this happens. Uh, people want to make their their issues, you know, take them to the forefront. Um, let me go backwards in time, uh, to the fella who said, well, we don't have tanks and mortars. Um, my, my, um, repart, or my retort to him is there are people behind those tanks and mortars and they're Americans. And I don't think it's really conceivable that you're going to ever turn the army against the general population of this country
0: no it is not but uh that's uh, they continue to uh to talk about that when they talk about the second amendment
14: well i know and and it goes back to muskets versus muskets and that was the original thinking and we've certainly come a long way since then but so the whole protect against tyranny is kind of that argument kind of falls down um uh, you know, I have, I have guns, and I'm a believer in the Second Amendment. I wouldn't send a dime to the NRA, but, um, you know, um, I don't want to lose my track here. Uh, oh, the first call were about Jimmy Kimmel, and they said his ratings shot up, but not his ratings amongst a lot of us because you couldn't pay me to watch him.
0: His ratings went up uh, last night.
14: Yeah, well, they've gone up since he started proselytizing. Oh, yeah, well, and 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 then um, that other Colbert guy—you couldn't pay me to watch either one of them.
0: Well, Col- Colbert is uh, leading the way. The last uh, time I looked, uh, yeah. of those uh, nighttime shows, and he's uh, he's Trump all the t- anti-Trump all the time, and uh, <laughs> J- Jimmy uh, Fallon's getting that way as well.
14: Well, and they're kind of liberal television, too. I mean, uh, we don't have a uh, conservative comedian that's on network television because the networks, you know, I mean, he'd almost have to be on Fox, wouldn't he? And then the the other misapplication of rational thought here is that, well, assault weapons look really deadly and therefore they should be outlawed. And, uh, you know, I, I can, it's, it's it, that gets complicated because uh, you can make a hunting arm do everything that a nasty-looking assault weapon does. And so that's what the NRA has been worried about all these years is the foot in the door, is that once the anti-gun folks get something categorized, you know, as, well, you can't have that. Why? Well, because I don't want one and I don't want you to have one either. So we're just going to make those illegal. And the NRA's position for the last 30 or 40 years has been, we can't even let this get started because once they get their foot in the door, they'll never stop.
0: Okay. Got to go, Charlie. Thank you. Appreciate your call, sir. And uh, we go now to the uh, 1030 News uh, with uh, Brian Barnhart. Come back after that and have uh, about 15 minutes of uh, open line. Then we're going to, as I've uh, told you before, we're going to have a a guest come in to uh, talk to us a little bit, uh, Whitney uh, Emmert, who is the marketing uh, person down at uh, the News Gazette, about a big event that I'm sure you want to hear more about. It's it's, uh, called uh, Her Health. And uh, you're invited on October the twelfth, uh, ten in the morning until ten at night. Uh, Hilton Garden Inn. A lot of things happening. We'll find out more about that around uh, ten forty-five or so. In the meantime, it's the uh, ten thirty news uh, news headlines with uh, Brian Barnhart back after back on a uh, penny for your thoughts. I'm Jim Turpin. We're at three five six nine three nine seven. Text us at three five one five three five seven. Bill texts. This, so shocked that Stan does not want the top 1% to get any tax relief. Maybe he is not aware that the top 1% pay 40% of the federal income taxes. The top 5% around 75% of the taxes. Stan is like a little liberal doll. Pull the string out of his back and he blabs predictable liberal uninformed drivel. That's from Bill and it uh, seems like uh, these uh, people who want to take the guns away from people can sure make some nice speeches and make it sound like they would just stop another killing if it would, and it would be worth it where are these people before the shootings they should be out there trying to stop them if they're so smart why don't these people get off their butts and uh, get out there and do something about it if they're so eloquent about with their words and maybe they can do something physically they must be awfully important and fancy. Send them all to Chicago. Let's start here in our own state. It is 10:38, uh, 70 degrees here at the radio center, and uh, Rochelle Hardin, whose election to the Parkland uh, College board led to an unusual lawsuit in which the board of trustees' uh, colleagues uh, sued her. She's resigned. She's an associate professor of English at the Champaign Community College, could not serve on the board, and remember a member of the faculty as well, according to Judge Tom Stefanis. He ruled that in August. In a letter to Parkland, chairman Dana Trimble dated September 27th. Arden wrote, it is with great regret that I need to inform you of my decision to resign my position on the Parkland College Board of Trustees, effective immediately. A break here, coming right back. And welcome back to a plenty of your thoughts. As uh, promised, we're going to uh, spend some uh, time here talking about a big event coming up on October the 12th. It is Her Health uh, Expo, and uh, we have two guests here in the uh, studio. Uh, On the show for the uh, first time is Whitney Emmert. She is the marketing manager of the News Gazette Media. I'm going to let the uh, person across from me uh, introduce herself and see if you recognize this voice.
15: Hello, everyone.
0: And your name is?
15: My name is Allie Adams. Glad to be with you today.
0: You might have heard her on another radio station just across the hall here. So nice to have you here, too, Allie. Uh, You haven't been with the... with the company all that long was this uh, about the first big one right right out of the box. I know this takes a lot of work.
16: Right, yeah. When I started uh, two months ago, it was we're going to do forty under forty and a women's health expo. So get ready. So <laughs> I jumped in head first and it's been amazing.
0: Well, what's this uh, about? I uh, I said a couple of times I've never heard of an event that started at 10 in the morning and uh, went on to 10 at night. I mean, you got a lot of things going there.
16: We are making sure that it is a full-packed day. You can get anything that you want. Um, we're making sure that this event is targeting every aspect of women's health, uh, whether it be financial, nutrition. Um, We have a panel of experts talking about breast cancer awareness Um, and then at 4 p.m. we've decided we're going to kick it off with a ladies night so we're gonna have a dj a fashion show um, tons of events and prizes throughout the day
15: and it's really cool too because it's no matter what your schedule is hopefully you'll be able to stop by whether it is during some of the seminars during the day, or come party with us during Girls' Night in the evening. Exactly.
0: No men invited to this. I take it, right? Oh no,
15: no, no, <laughs> no, no, no! Of course, they are welcomed also. <laughs> exactly. Oh,
0: <all> right. <laughs> what was the um, the uh, impetus uh, for this? Uh, is there? A, I take it uh, somebody along the way thought that there is really a need for these kinds of things about the. Uh, her health
16: yes uh our advertising manager jackie martin was the one that came up with this uh, along with a few other women and decided that you know why don't we make it an all-day extravaganza of everything that we could try and uh, try and pack in to a 12-hour 13-hour event
0: so this is at the hilton garden inn mm-hmm. in the champagne starts at uh, 10 in the morning and uh, goes until uh, 10 in the uh, evening well, give me uh, some idea of what uh, one of these uh, uh, panels will be like. The one on uh, fitness, uh, for example, uh, what uh, what kind of people will be talking then?
16: So we have um, uh, the Urbana uh, Parks District is gonna be going to be coming in and doing um all different types of exercises a little demonstration for all age ranges so they're going to get people up and moving and excited and dancing uh they even have some exercises i noticed in their uh booklet that they have for this year where it's like seated exercises chair so, yoga yes yep, exactly we
15: talking with them yesterday and they even have chair yoga which that sounds perfect to me right <laughs> <laughs> so Ooh. they're they're going to make sure you know it stays lively and it
16: stays it stays fun
0: Seated exercise—that's what I do in here every morning. You
15: know, <laughs> me too. Across the hall, <laughs> across so. the hall. Yeah,
0: we're uh, we're uh, veterans of that, aren't we, Allie? <laughs> yes, we are. And uh, for example, uh, finance—you So you got some, uh, what, some bankers or some investment people, or who? We
15: have
16: Chester Financial is going to be coming in at the noon o'clock hour um, to talk about women's financial health and doing a whole seminar on that.
0: And uh, then the other one I see here is uh, food.
16: Yes, mm. yes. We have a cooking demonstration that's going to kind of end our daytime program. Um, and it's from Harvest Market is going to come in and do a cooking demonstration with their nutritionist that they have.
0: And I see the uh, the name Allison uh, Gilbert. Who is that and what is uh the inspiring story that she's going to tell people?
16: So Allison Gilbert is a part of an organization called the Prairie Dragon Paddlers. They are actually going to be participating in our first seminar of the day um, that we are pairing them up with some local medical experts. And so people can come and ask questions about breast cancer awareness. Um, The panel of the Prairie Dragon Paddlers are all breast cancer survivors, and she is actually one of them. Um, I actually got an opportunity to sit down with Allison, and she is so spirited about her journey. She was diagnosed with breast cancer at 30 years old. Oh, wow. So, and she's a survivor, and she is one that she said she never cried once about it. She just said, how do I fix this? So she, her tale is amazing, and we're so lucky that she has agreed to come up and speak about is her she story.
0: Is in, in remission now? Or? Yes. How how wonderful to mm-hmm. hear, hear those kinds of stories.
16: Mm-hmm. She she is wonderful. She's she's definitely a character. She's very funny.
0: And uh, give me the uh, legit. First of all, this is free, is it not? This yes. is
16: free and open to the public. Um, we are going to be requesting or, or asking for donations at the doors. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be donating to some local women's charities. <clears throat> so, um, but it's not required. It is a free and open to the public event.
0: So all, uh, all women are invited, uh, mm-hmm. no matter what your age, come at any time that, that yes. you want to, right?
16: There's always going to be something going on that day.
0: <laughs> will there be a, a schedule uh, in, the, in the paper or online or something? Yes. Uh, so like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, and those kind of things?
16: Yes, there will be um, a schedule in the paper and then also on our Facebook page. So if you look on Facebook and search for Her NG Media, uh, it will be online as well.
0: Al, are you going to be talking about this on your side as well?
15: I am. I've been talking about it on my side, and I will actually be on our sister station, WHMS. I'll be there broadcasting live, doing my show live there from 10 to 3 on the 12th. Wow, that'll be fun. It will be. I'm excited. It's going to be a fun day, and I'll be able to wrap up just in time for Ladies Night to start with. DJ Ice Dre, 4 (laughs) o'clock, and then uh, Candy Foster, Shades of Blue will be performing that evening also, so it's going to be a good time any time of the day that you go. Oh, yeah.
0: Candy Foster and Shades of Blue have been around here for a while, and they're still still rocking.
15: Yep, yep. People still, of course, love them.
0: Uh, Well, is there anything we've left out, either one of you, Uh, just uh, with a final word here this morning on something other than just encouraging people to come?
16: Absolutely. Come, bring your friends, bring your family, and enjoy the day of celebrating women's health.
0: Sounds like a wonderful day. It really does.
16: I'm excited. And
0: the idea that you can come at any time, and if you've got, you know, babysitter problems or those kind of things, you can make it work. Exactly. Well, thanks to the two of you for uh, coming by, and uh, I'll uh, hold on to this material between now and October the 12th, uh, be able to uh, mention it several times.
15: Great. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Okay, thanks. Uh, Ed, let's take a quick break. Then we'll come back and uh, we'll finish up with uh, an open line up until 11 this morning. Well, I guess in a, you know a few days or weeks we'll learn more about Stephen uh, Paddock, the guy that did all the shooting in Vegas. But uh, his neighbors now uh, they call him uh, extremely standoffish. Uh, one. Uh, Neighbor told the Washington Post that uh, Paddock occasionally revealed a refrigerator-sized safe when he opened his garage door, but otherwise kept the blinds down. Uh, no affiliation, no religion, no politics—he never cared about any of that stuff. That's according to his uh, brother Eric, who told reporters that as he alternately wept and shouted. He was a guy who had money. He went on cruises and he gambled. He told reporters outside his home that the shooter was a multimillionaire who had no history of mental illness. Eric said he and his brother had business dealings and owned property together. He said he was not aware that his brother had gambling debts. He had substantial wealth. He'd tell me when he'd win he grouse when he lost. He never said he lost $4 million or anything like that. I think he would have told me. Investigators uncovered 19 firearms, explosives, and several thousand rounds of ammunition at his home. In addition, authorities found 23 firearms in the hotel room. The weapons consisted of a mixture of handguns and long rifles, which, according to uh, police, traveled up to his hotel suite through ten different suitcases. And a computer was also found in Paddock's hotel suite and is being evaluated as part of the ongoing investigation. Maybe that will tell us uh, something about his motivation. Uh, Maybe he texts somebody uh, Some the way he was uh, feeling or what caused him to do. Who knows? Authorities also found several pounds of, I don't know how to pronounce this, T-A-N-E-R-I-T-E. Is that Tannerite? A product used for firearms target practice. They found that at his home as well. The shooting on uh, Sunday was the deadliest in U.S. modern history. Gunfire rang out from inside the hotel room before the SWAT officials broke down the door and found the gunman dead from his self inflicted gunshot wounds. A lot of uh, different opinions of this morning, and uh, that's what we like. We like dialogue. We had plenty of that. So uh, thank you for participating. We'll uh, do it again tomorrow morning with an open line, at, and then the Jim Dye from the News Gazette will be in on DWS in Champaign-Urbana.